Hi guys! Welcome to Jesse's Place, a safe space where I, your resident realtor and serial entrepreneur, provides you with info on life, experiences, empowerment, lifestyle, knowledge, business info, and of course, everything real estate. Now let's get into it. Hi Jess. Hi Queen! I'm so happy to have you here! How I'm are so happy you? to be here! Girl, I'm exhausted, but I'm here. I'm present. Oh, thank you. I honor you for that. Thank you for saying that. I do appreciate your transparency. I, I love well, how you speak. It's so like, <laughs> that's real. I love it. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Listen, we're going to have a good time. We've had this conversation before. Our vibe is yep. fantastic. I'm just so happy to have you back on. Um, really quickly, um, to, to the listeners who are listening, on today's episode, we're going to be talking about the hood femme but before i get into that i just wanted to say queen i'm so honored and happy to have you on this episode um i know this is going to be fantastic i know it's going to give what it needs to give I-, I thank you for your service and um really quickly if you could just introduce yourself tell people where to find you and where you're from and uh, we'll get right into our topic hey everyone my name is fiona you can find me on instagram at fiona i am you can also find me on TikTok at Fiona.iam and YouTube is just Fiona I am. I am from the Bronx, New York. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. So before we get into it, um, I want to thank you for taking my request to join in on the conversation. I follow you on social media. Um um, I want the listeners to know that I met you at Boss Babes Do Brunch, mm-hmm. which is a fantastic organization of like minded, empowered women who are of service to each other by sharing knowledge and things like that. And I met you and I remember seeing you and thinking, this girl's a whole queen. She's a whole vibe. Oh, we want to follow each other. Oh, you're so welcome. We want to follow each other on social media. And true to form, I, I swear, every time you post, I'm like, she gets it. Like, you, you hit. And you give what needs to be given and how it needs to be given. So I just want to say that really quickly. Um, I saw you posting about this topic and using a term that I personally beforehand had never had the verbiage to verbalize. That that's how I felt about how I identify in one part or another. And the term that you constantly are using and building, you know, this platform and bringing awareness to is the hood femme. So just to describe what a hood femme is to the listener, um, I want, I just, if you could just give a a basic, for someone who's never heard that term before, what does that mean? So a hood femme is of course a woman, or I mean, let me say a woman, a person who identifies as a woman. Mm. And, um, they so happen to live in the hood. They come from the hood. However, they hold themselves to a highly feminine standard. And it came about because, if I, may I jump into that? Yeah, please, go ahead. Um, it came about because I was watching, you know, like Black Feminine videos were really popping <laughs> on YouTube and they still are actually. And right. so I kind of felt like, well, damn, I'm not a part of this conversation. It's like, for some, like, there's some people you can tell, like, they're also from the hood, and they said, don't get it twisted. You know, I'm not right. excluding anybody. And there's some that are like, ladies, you have to wear dainty jewelry and communicate right. like this in order to be a feminine woman. And I'm like, get out of here. Like, I don't speak like that, but I'm very much so feminine. So right. I wanted to, um, you know, show women that 
are like me that you can be a part of this femininity movement you know you should be allowed to be a part of it so would you say that when you say femme you just do you mean feminist or femme or feminine 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 so there is actually like a movement that they're more so focused on like being a feminist and i've seen that and i'm like oh i need to make sure i separate myself from that because i would be like a faux feminist (laughs) right 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 okay okay yeah i know people like gwendolyn brooks and mickey kendall those are hood feminists that you know i've I've, um read some of their works poets and um and books and um so yeah i just wanted to make sure that we are very clear that we're not talking about hood feminism we're talking about being a hood femme feminine Mm -hmm. So basically coming from a marginalized, well, we, well what I would consider, because I grew up in East New York, Brooklyn, and you're from the Bronx. Right. I grew up in a marginalized community. And when I say marginalized, I mean where you don't have access to things that you're more, you know, your, your, your counterparts who have come from, you know, middle class living have access to. And that means like basic education, um, grants and stuff like that for, for education, um, access to fresh food sometimes. Mm. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, like stuff like that. So um, that's why I I so closely identify with the term hood femme, because I could code switch like a mother. Right. Don't get it twisted. twisted. You know, I I, I, I definitely being um, in in corporate for all these years and now um, in real estate, I could code switch and I know who I could talk to, how I could talk to, when I could talk to them. But that part of me and I'm also extremely feminine, but that part of me of like you said earlier, that always comes out. Don't get it twisted. Right. You know, like, exactly. don't ever try to play because I'm right here. You know, um, I can stand my ground. You know, I, I, could, I could defend myself mentally and emotionally. I feel better than people who come from places where they don't have that cushion. That's just my opinion. No, I feel I agree. And if I may, you know, piggyback off your cold switch conversation. For me, it's so ironic because, like, I can hang around in the hood, and I'll be told, "I'll be told, oh, Fiona, you sound like so proper." And I'm like, "Damn, like, I'm talking to you like I'm, like how I would usually talk, and I still sound proper to you." And right, then I get right. around women that are like black or Latina women that are highly educated or suburban, and I'm like, "Damn, I don't fit in with you guys either." Like, so I wanted to find that ha- that middle ground. You know what I mean? Like for that women that, me? pardon. That happy medium? Exactly. I think it's so important to be, you know so me. What would you say now that mm-hmm. you're embarking on this is your motivation and your inspiration behind bringing awareness to, to the hood film? Is there something that triggered you personally or has it always been something that you've been doing? Because I've seen you at this for a while, but it's just mm-hmm. now that I'm seeing you really, really bringing a platform to it. So I've actually just been um, inspired based upon watching... I would call them suburban black women because um, they're very anti-hood just to keep it up. They don't like they're excluding women like myself that may have interest in wearing colored wigs that have interest in wearing long nails that have um, interest in wearing bright colored clothing. And they'll tell you to just wear nudes and light pinks like who like that's not being feminine. That's not what being a feminine woman is about like yeah you could be soft but I I really feel like there should be duality and I also want to bring to women of the hood that may be a little more quote unquote masculine um um that it's okay to soften yourself it's okay to aspire to be to to communicate a little like softer a little more I don't even want to say eloquent because I don't want to sound like I'm shitting on anybody 
But, you know, it's okay to code switch, like you mentioned. It's okay to aspire to want luxury. And that doesn't mean name brands. That means, you know, damn, you know, my apartment needs to be vamped up. Let me go down to TJ Maxx and rack up on some cute stuff. Or even the Dollar Tree, just make my apartment look luxe. You get what I mean? Normalizing luxury. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Definitely. So that's why I started that because I felt like they were excluding hood women from that movement, like being feminine or even being in, or interested in living a luxurious lifestyle. So, so would you say, based on on your experience recently and and seeing what's out there on social medias and things like that, because that's what it sounds like, you would you say that your target, the person that the the people who are advocating for a certain um type of um idea. Uh, of what women who come from the hood but who are also femme what they should be like what are you trying to get them to understand besides just normalizing luxury so honestly i would be i said this before i'd be a hypocrite i'm a state now i'm always calling myself out first i'd be a hypocrite to say i I didn't say some of the things that they've said or i've had anti-hood no uh thoughts even though i live here um and so i want them to know if I may curse, um, that if we both enter a room, no matter how well dressed you are, you're nothing but a nigga at the end of the day um, mm-hmm. to society. Let's just be honest about it. And mm-hmm. also, I definitely, and I meant to do this, like I'm not meant to do this. I'm doing more research because I can't go the route of JLo, but I do want to add more Latina women because uh, y'all live in a hood with us. Right. <laughs> so, um, you know, I that's what I find very, uh, it's very, um, it's not inclusive at all. Right. And I don't like that. Right. I definitely understand that. I went to um a junior high. I mean, I'm sorry. I went to a high school, Sarah J. Hill, downtown Brooklyn, stand up. Um, you know, it's predominantly black high school. Mm-hmm. And I was one of the, you know, like, you know, the few Latinas in the school, you know, with only a handful of us, you know, maybe three or four is the majority. And um, when they when I was meeting my peers, they were just like, yo, where are you from? Like, you you so hood. Like, where you? I'm like, I'm from East New York, Brownsville, Brooklyn, like. Let's not get you know. Let's not yeah. get twisted. You know, like I'm, 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 I'm from, I'm from where you're from. You know, what right? I'm saying? But there is a certain level of like, I have a, a certain privilege that even though I might not want to identify with it, you understand know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I know where I come from and I know that I grew up just as tough, but I do have a certain level of privilege that my black counterpart, who I respect and I love, um, who I don't see as just a nigger, who I see as you know someone that I want to honor. And also, just not even just that, but like on some like person to person, it would be remiss for me to say, "Oh, I'm not going to acknowledge my color and not acknowledge your color." Right? You understand what I'm saying? Like that's 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 naive to to say something like that. So, I definitely get where you, where you're going with it. So, what what would you want someone to know that feels that this is lost on them to know that hood fam is bringing to them about that? Like, how would you how would you bring that in for someone like me who's like, damn, you know. I don't want it to be lost that even though I, I have some sort of privilege over you because of my skin color, you know, but I'm still a counterpart to us, like, you know, what, you, what you're going through. What would you want me to know about hood femme? Even though I identify as a hood femme as well, I have a certain level of privilege that you don't just because I'm a lighter skin Latina. But well, to I, everybody else, I'm still mm-hmm. just, a, uh, you know, I don't want to say a bad word like you said earlier, but like you said, for us, it would be spick. Right. You know? Yeah. So it's it's funny that you mentioned that. So as you know, I'm from the Bronx, so I don't see myself separate or like, 
you know, I don't see Latinas as any different than I do. So right. what I would want to do is have like an open table talk. And yeah. I would have women that do feel different explain because I can't. I have certain privileges as well. You know, I go down the street, people think I'm, I'm Dominican. You get what I mean? Right, right. I would have to ask someone who doesn't have um, black ambiguity because right. I guess my skin is brown, but a lot of people are like, girl, what are you? Right. So right. I thought I thought that you were Caribbean. I'm not even gonna lie. No, I, I am. My parents were from London. I was like, oh, okay. No, wow. they they are, but you know, like my family's de- definitely um like I have one. My, my dad's side is from Jamaica. My mom's side is from Antigua. Mm. So yeah, that's you know, he get this, you know, brown skin. <laughs> All that beautifulness. Oh, thank you. Follow thank her you. on social media. She's gorgeous, smart, well spoken, kind. She's doing everything that needs to Ooh, be girl. <laughs> You can't me up. We're doing a right now. You already know. We have to, you know, we have, listen, this is only one life. If I have to give praise to someone else, I would rather just do it than not. Because you oh, never know. You. you know, like, I would love to receive it too. If someone thinks that I'm doing something, if I'm being of service to you, I want to know that I'm being of service to you. Yeah, you're like being I told service- you the other day. Um, right. You're being of service to me right now. And the way that you share yourself via social media and the way that you lend yourself to this conversation it is not lost on me, girl. Please. I thank you. <laughs> thank you. And I appreciate, I was sorry. I was listening to your um, real estate <laughs> podcast because I want to start venturing into uh, oh, investing. Yes. And I was like, oh, she put the battery in my back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I need a parking lot. I need a condo. I need everything. Yes, um, yes, I, need, yes, I never yes. even thought about, oh, my God, like this is a parking lot is so lucrative. I never thought about that. Listen, mobile homes. You can get grants for mobile homes and flip them and sell them. There's so many ways. Listen. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm tapping and I'm tuning in. <laughs> I'm going to be hosting a, a free um, home buyer seminar in about two weeks. We'll get into that. I don't want to stray too far away from the topic. Yeah. But um, you were talking about research, right? So just really quickly, if you could tell me, what research have you been doing? Aside from the whole J-Lo, what have you been doing on Hood <laughs> Femmes? And like, so and, I'm and actually... also, who's, your, who's the Hood Femme that's inspiring you the most right now and why? So I said it last time. And I, I'm going to continue saying it. It would be Remy. Because I randomly was watching her interview on with um, Wendy like two months ago. And then you watch her on Instagram. She still speaks like she's from Castleville or whatever. You know, she still has right. very much so right. her jargon. And then you watch her um, on this, in this interview. And it's like, okay, she slowed down very feminine she slowed down the way right. she spoke she's right. enunciating she still has a thick new york accent but she of course is very much so clear in what she's communicating and she takes her time and she's like super girly like who would have thought rem would be this girly no i mean honestly listen after the bit that she did and everything like that and then seeing her from back in the day yeah she's definitely somebody that if i was doing research i would be looking at her and, and trying to find out more about her evolution because exactly you know you might not like oh. she might listen she might not be for everybody, and that's fine. I'm right. very self-aware that I'm not for everybody. But I'm right. okay with that, you know? Yeah. So in my research, I found out that, too, like, a lot of people don't. And I'm like, damn, why? Like, me personally, I like to see people evolve because I would never want to have a mistake on my back and people not allow me to, you, you know, say, hey, like, right. I have changed. Right. Another right. person that I – it slipped my mind, but I asked people this weekend to, like, give me a list of – their faves and Eve. I was doing my research on Eve and I forgot about her relationship Yo, with CDJ. Her transformation. Wow. Girl, you taking me there. Go ahead. So I just definitely want to like let hood women know like you can do that. And right. you don't have to go the route of being an entertainer. 
you become the best version of you where you are, and each one teach one. She, op- she opened the door for Cardi because she was a dancer too. Right. She was a dancer turned rapper. Right. And you know, I went and doing my research. She said she only right. danced for like two months and she was lazy as hell. Right. But <laughs> it's still in all like she's from like West Philly. Yep. Um, she did. I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't say she had it hard, but I think that her focus was on like making it. Mm-hmm. So she did whatever it took to get there, and she did it. And she, I know, like based off of a few documentaries I've seen in the past, that she had a abusive relationship with Stevie right. and now right. she's with a billionaire, like a million, a millionaire right. actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and she's welcomed into his family, and she has her own podcast actually. Yes, she yes. doesn't even carry herself. I mean, not to say that you got to change the way you carry yourself, but like. She still got the tattoos across her bra. She's still right. Yeah, definitely. She can. She's 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 cold switches. If she needs to do reverses and she's gonna wrap her ass off, she could still bring the same energy. Right. She's having a podcast and she's like, hey, right. and then being a Eurocentric um television show. What was that television show she was on recently that she's not on no more? She was on for a couple of years. I forget. I'm not even sure. I just know that I went to her page the other day and I'm like, oh wow, Eve, you're running a podcast now, girl. Yeah, she's dope. She's that she's definitely cool. somebody that I grew up on this grew up listening to for sure. Someone that I would say that I admired growing up back in the day, mm-hmm. who I didn't even know was a hood femme, but I guess now that I identify, I would say Aaliyah. Yes. Yo. Aaliyah, she's oh a, she would God. be a quintessential hood femme because she was very <sighs> feminine from like the start, but then she also Whoa. had that tomboy. What? With the leather vest, the baggy jeans, the, yeah. the, the, the mm-hmm. sports bras with the the handkerchief and the glasses and uh, and then and then the melodies and all the music and and giving verbiage to the ways that listen she was 15 year old singing these love songs i was 13 listening to her like <laughs> yes i feel you queen i, you. I stand with you in solidarity <laughs> but also like she also not to say it like that like because timbaland was quite older than her we already know the situation we'll get too, too deep but right, right, a lot right. of men that have worked with her, even I believe even Jet Li, have this certain respect because of how she carries herself and the mm. way she communicates. And that's what that's it means to be a hood femme, you know? Right, right. Like, right. you make people met, melt just by your aura and how you carry yourself and the way you communicate. Oh, definitely, for sure, for sure. But another thing that I learned about being a hood femme mm-hmm. my whole entire life and not having the verbiage to, to even know that's what I was doing but one thing that I did learn in, in, in getting older and healing and having a family was that a part of being a hood femme and to be and being and normalizing being so tough was also a trauma response. Right. So we're not talking about being so tough that you like you said earlier that you can't open up and be completely feminine. It's talking about being able to have those two things coexist and be comfortable. Right. And that's what I see with, when I see your post, I see that you're lending the idea to both of those things. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not forgetting about trauma, but what you're saying is if you're strong, it's good to be, you can be strong and be feminine. And you don't have to compromise either one. So like you said earlier about duality, I see you doing that. And that just really withdrew me to you to open up the conversation because I really feel like other females need to hear this. You know what I'm saying? I really appreciate that. Thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. So what do you feel is a difference between what, like, general lifestyle influence, like people who, like, posting teas and doing you know little other things what do you feel like your influencing differs from what what they're doing that's a good question because i follow very like luxe women mm-hmm. some of them who came from the hood themselves and they don't some of them actually are anti 
the whole black femininity movement because of how like the limits it sets on women Mm. so hmm, I would say I feel like I'm a mix of being an influencer and a blog in a way okay where a lot of influencers may come across like look at me in my bottega look at me me in tulum where i really want like i'm really i don't want you to just feel like look at me i'm here yes will i use myself as an example in the future because i'm still learning and growing but i want people to know that my concern or women people that identify as women to know that i am here for you i work for you right definitely right i'm not working for an image i used to and i guess that's why this is doing so well is that I used to work like I used to create content because I wanted the bag I wanted this I wanted notoriety but no I'm working for women bringing awareness I love that I love yeah. love 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 that because I love to be a service and and I've learned that um took me a long long time <laughs> but I definitely feel like I, I identify with that as you know just to be of service and everything else will flow the way that it needs to flow so right. when you're creating content and especially the content that you've been putting out lately you've been been really going hard and I, I really love the content that you put content that you've been putting out how do you determine what works how, how do you determine what's going to get the point across of of hood femme honestly I feel like imagery in my language um I'm not super I wouldn't say I'm, I'm not super articulate to begin with but I write in the way I would speak the way I'm talking to you or the way I would talk to somebody down the block I'm not gonna Pull I've out. always used that term too. I've always used that term, and I've always felt like maybe that kind of didn't get me access to certain things that I wanted to. And the fact that I feel like I do speak the way that, the way you know, I, I write the way that I speak. I, I speak the way that I write, and I, I just I feel like you're flowing today. Thank you, but yes, yeah, just I feel like in order for me to connect with people within the hood, I still have to speak like them. You get what I mean? Otherwise, mm-hmm. I, I'll be lost in translation. It's like, girl. Look at a square trying to what does she think she, what do you, what does she think she's doing? Do you feel like other women um are pressing other women when when we try to identify in one way or another? Do you feel like other women are maybe even doing it perpetually, like you know, trying to separate themselves from from that narrative? What do you feel like the negative mindset is towards that being a hood femme? That's a good question, actually. I guess, in a way, for some of these um, gurus, because I'm keeping my foot on your neck, um, it's like, don't be like them. Be like me. What are some of the things you hear? Are you hearing them say that you feel like you need to? to that pissed me off. So the first one was like, <laughs> oh, you can't be a, you can't be feminine if you're into, um, like colored hair and gaudy jewelry. And I'm thinking to myself. So y'all missed the whole 90s era when Versace was making... Versace is still very much so gaudy. Um, and their accessories are very big and clunky. Who are you to tell anybody... Because that's a luxe brand, right? Who are you to tell right. anybody that's not luxury or feminine? Right. When it was designed for... In, in the hood, if we do it, we from the hood, we consider hood. If they do it, it's considered fashion. So it's like... Right. It's, it's, a, it's a double standard when it comes to like Eurocentric, what, what they deem... Um, socially acceptable as opposed to what we always see coming like the, the beauty in my hood oof the the the, the woman in my hood oh my god East New York Brooklyn let me tell you mm-hmm. the stuff that I saw growing up oh my god it's things that I still see in fashion to this day look a little Kim right she killed it with the, the Prada bangs I was like everybody was, was innovative 
everybody was hating on her with that, but if you think about it, I thought it was innovative as hell. Right? Thank you. I thought that it was, was so creative. Cool. I love Kim from from back in the day. I grew up listening to her music, so for me, I'm just like she's just still out here reinventing herself. Like let's just right. give her accolades while she's here. You know, let, let's 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 show her some support. You know, instead of like knocking the next woman down. Because but, you know, it's so sit. easy to do that, and I feel like what plays a part is like because you know of her image. Right, so it's right. easy to come for her right now. It's just like, ugh. Would ew. you consider her 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 nemesis, uh, Foxy Brown, a hood femme? I would, but you know what I need to do because what I want to do is like show the evolution uh, of okay. of women, and I really don't know much about Foxy besides her being Trinidadian, and she had like that whole um case back in the day, you know, and that she's kind of spicy from here. To- from what about Mary J? Do you think Mary J? Oh, Mary J is definitely a hood femme. <laughs> but you know, Foxy is, is a hood femme. But I would want if I would was to speak about her, I would need to see her like her evolution and her growth. But for sure, Mary J is a hood femme. Um, she's she's still pulling out looks and like, how old is this lady? Not to say like that. Like, she has a sick body. She has like nah, she's dope. She she's dresses dope. phenomenally and um, she's a whole vibe. She is. She's an entrepreneur. She's got multiple streams streams of income. Aside from just her artistry, she's got wine, jewelry. She's got all types of things going on with her. Right. And I really want um, hood femmes to know that you you could do that too. You know, if you're into doing hair, all right, make sure you learn the craft, study the craft. Like, it's going to be lonely, but it's solitude. It's not even loneliness. Um, It'll be all worth it. And everything that you want will come along the way as long as you just focus on your craft. Mm, 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 mm. Another thing that I wanted to add on to that is that I see that uh, coming from where we come from, marginalized communities, um, a lot of times, you know, we're raised to, you know, go get an education, you know, go do what your what your what your European counterparts are doing, mm-hmm. you know. But they have access to things that we don't have access to. So it's like, go to school, go get a job, get a job, get a job, get a job, and don't think about nothing else. And I think normalizing luxury and normalizing wanting more things would be to normalize having multiple streams of income, right. normalize investing. And I think that when you come from a hard place uh, and when you begin to have access to other things, you realize like, oh, it could be done. I just never saw nobody else doing it. Right. Right. If I could speak on the um, education thing, because now Please. I'm big up, big up my sister. She likes to keep it low key. So, um obviously we're both in the same neighborhood and everything but she pushed an education way harder than I did and she didn't go to um a really good high school mm-hmm. she she put in the work mm. to make make it as far as she is and she's going to get her masters she was a part of a Preston's fellowship she had so many things lined up and it's still hard it's so hard for her based on her zip code to get wow. and, and to get a like a really good job, what what you would expect a person with a master's degree to mm-hmm. have, and I hope she if she hears this, I hope she's not like girl, you you airing me out. But I want that to be an example. Like you can still attain and do, you know, the cookie right. cutter. What they say would make you successful and still not be successful, right? right. Because you know you're not your white counterpart. You're you're you don't have exactly. the zip code. Exactly, exactly, exactly. I don't know if you listen to. Um, the podcast episode of Looking for Work at, uh, during COVID um, after a uh, national pandemic. But um, my, my co-host and that I was able to interview her, 
um, her story is extremely similar in the fact that she did all the, you know, did all the ABC one, two, three, followed, you know, that that book of, okay, go to school, do this, do that, do do right, get a career, slave your ass away, da 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 da. And then pandemic came and she lost it all mm. and, you know, didn't know where to start over and wound up not having anything. And then now she's in another position where she don't have no experience, making more money, living a better life, finding happiness in that. So, like, just to add a piggyback on what you're saying is that you don't have to do all those things because nothing that she did before serves her where she's at right now. Right. Not one single thing. Maybe life experience serves her. But like all that that book smart stuff does not serve her for where she's at now in life. That's crazy, right? Isn't that nuts? But listen, blessings to her wherever she's at in the world. If she if she gets to listen to this, yeah, I gotta God listen. Bless her. I gotta tap into that one. Yeah, it's a really good episode. I got really good feedback, and she's just a great, you know, person. And I was really grateful for her transparency, the way that I'm grateful for yours. But um, really quickly before we head out, what's one um piece of advice that you would give to someone who's trying to understand what a hook fam is and to take it even further what are your final thoughts on the topic or any advice that you want to give to anyone else okay so if i would have to explain what a hook fam is right to if, if you want to sure no like can you rephrase the beginning part of the question because i got lost once you added the second part no no that's fine i was like it, just to, to wrap things up really quickly mm-hmm. what's one piece of advice you could mm-hmm. give to someone who is trying to understand what a hood fam is um well I personally feel like it's not hard to understand and if you don't understand it come chill with us you know like come Mm -hmm. live with us come figure it out come see what the vibes is hitting for um (laughs) that way you're not like oh you know like these women aren't so scary after all right right and that's that and um what was the second part the second part is any final quotes or thoughts or advice that you want to give or a model that you stand by when it comes to hood fam? I would say that this this movement is inclusive. I feel like there's this whole um, push on social media right now for things mm-hmm. to just be fully black and be fully black this and fully black that. I'm not fully black, so I don't identify with that push. Mm-hmm. I find it ignorant and I find it... Um, like you don't see white people saying well you're german or you're this and you're you you're not fully white or i don't know i just i want them to know that if you are from the hood whether you are black white asian <laughs> well maybe not white not to say it like that because you well, guys, my best have... friend is white and she's from she's from east new york brooklyn jersey yeah, Avenue. You mentioned that before. i mentioned that to you before like she's but so i also legit. feel like I mean, they can identify with it, but they don't have the same struggles. Right. I feel like right. they're not. Right. They're not. I don't know. Like, I sh- I, sh- I can't even say that because there's this woman on TikTok who's a very she's very like a hood a hood white girl, and they talk about like she's faking it, and it's just like if you grow up in a certain environment, you pick up on certain beats. Right. You just okay? know it's just certain nuances right. that you pick up on. Yeah. So I'm. If I'm going to say I'm inclusive, I got to open my mind to inviting everybody. But I, definitely Asian women, because, you know, there's definitely a, a lot of Asian women that live in the hood. You know, my right. down the block from me is Projects, and across the street is the Chinese um, restaurant, and I know they don't live that far. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I just want everybody to know that if you are from the hood and, you know, you speak a certain way and, you f- and your zip code has held you back from certain things, 
This is for you. Oh. Oh, I feel so warm. I, I feel so invited. I feel I feel like I found my space. <laughs> oh, thank you. I'm happy. Oh. Um, so really quickly before we head out, um, I wanna I wanna thank you for being of service to the listeners and talking on a topic um that is so near and dear to my heart, which is the hood femme, normalizing being from the hood and being feminine and um bringing awareness and, and motivation and inspiration behind your brand and the things that you're trying to bring using your social platform to bring things to so really quickly if you could tell everyone where to find you on on social media um, on different social platforms and where you want people to find you because i know that people are going to want to put uh, a face to the name to the voice to 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 the kindness um Aww. to the joy that i hear in your heart today so just let everybody know where to find you you can find me on Instagram and YouTube would be Fiona I am F I O N A I A M. And then I'm trying to think, does any of those have an underscore? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then on TikTok. I would definitely tag you. I would tag you. Tag you. <laughs> you had to think really hard. And on TikTok, <laughs> it's Fiona.I am. On TikTok, my, my like, oh, I would say my audience is a bit, no, actually, it's kind of, it varies, but I do like, trivia on new york city like can you guess what borough i'm in and little jokes here and there so if you guys are in you want to see the humorous side of me and not right, so serious funny we totally didn't even get to touch on that but fiona is extremely 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 talented she's an actress she's funny she's a comedian her her 90s music reenactments listen i'm not even gonna hold you if you haven't checked her on social media you need to go and find this girl and follow her for laughs, giggles, all, all of that. And then, like, some real serious down-to-earth woman stuff that I think everyone can relate to. Yeah, I had to separate the brands. I and, felt like nah, uh, TikTok I, I is for doing. that. And then I love Instagram what you're doing. It's, for... it's so funny. I, I miss you doing your camera on and all that. <laughs> I still, well, I, have, I actually slowed down on TikTok, but it's I, I'm still doing um stuff on TikTok. So I keep it on TikTok, and I'm... I just want my Instagram and my YouTube page to be about being a hood femme and normalizing luxury in the hood. Oh, yes, go speak on it. So listen, um, I cannot wait to hear from you again. Do a follow up episode to see where, where your brand is at um, in the future. And I can't wait to hear your podcast. I'm sure that's going to be coming soon because I How do you know need... about a podcast? Because I, your, your vibe, you're a whole vibe, you're a whole queen. I, it would be crazy. Takes one of no do... one. <laughs> It would be crazy for you not to have your own podcast. But um, like I said to the, to the listeners, tell a friend to tell a friend. We will see you next time. And as always, bye. Okay. Bye, guys. Thanks, Jess. And as always, remember, challenge yourself to become the person you want to become. Stretch and be ready to fail. The right people will value you in the right way. Practice humility. And when you make room to speak about what exists in the present, you no longer have time left for the past. Manifest and stay blessed. Live purposefully and with intention. Till next time, subscribe, leave a review, and I thank you. And I will see you next time. Thank you. <laughs>